0: Hello and welcome to the Equiline Podcast. This is Dr. Wendy Corrin. And
1: this is Dr. Dave Lundquist.
0: And today we're going to discuss creativity, which as soon as Dave mentioned that word, I started singing the uh, Figman song, Imagination, Mm -hmm. with just a spark from me and you. So where does your creativity come from and how do you apply it in your professional equine or canine life. Yeah, and
1: and no, there, everyone is creative. You can be more creative if you learn to access that part of your brain. Because what happens is if you do the same thing over and over again, you follow into these repeated patterns, you're not creating new neural pathways inside your head. And so creativity really is about using patterns differently in your brain so you're reconnecting other neurons together that haven't been matched before that's creativity and it's inside every one of us and it's easy to use by using something called eye accessing
0: well we'll get to that as your as your homework at the end of this podcast what's uh, important whether you are An equestrian, a canine agility, or professional um, bite work, search and rescue, wherever, if you only have one choice, it's either do it or not. When you have (laughs) creativity, when the ability to speak, when you have creativity, then you have the ability to find the solution no matter what. And it is, it makes life so fascinating. And often, and this, I mean, seriously, often, almost daily, people say, what technique do you use? I think the answer will be creativity from now on, because often I just say Fred. Uh, The reason being is, if what you normally do doesn't get you the results you want, you get into that pass-fail mentality if what you used to do doesn't get the results you want in this moment do something different and then learn and as Dave just said then create new neural pathways so now that's another choice that comes up automatically
1: yeah and and what do you do in your life that inspires your creativity what do you what do you have to do that makes you be creative like in in my life uh, i'm playing the bass and it makes me be creative because i have to find all these new patterns on the bass to make new melodies and so that's my creative outlet which i think everyone should have a creative outlet in their life wendy's gone to cricketness doing a being a cricket Uh, Person, And she's making all kinds of shirts, but she's opened up a creative part of her that will access different parts of her brain, but will spill over into all parts of her life.
0: What's interesting is I found that as I access creativity in a completely, completely different way. I've had zero artsy RCG- genes in the um, previous part of my life, is that I have more energy for the things I already know how to do. And that was really, really interesting. Not only that, combining this art of creativity with the art of putting red light therapy on my head every night, I was tested that my cognition improved, whereas typically, as our brains age, cognition becomes depleted. And so it's, it's so useful to go, hmm, how else could I do this? Well, that's not my way. Well, good. Use your way. Use a different way. Use someone else's way. Make up your own way. Ask a five-year-old how they'd get it done. They usually have less limitations on their behavior patterns.
1: Yes. And you know something that they do? They use their body. They use their physiology. They're constantly moving and flowing and changing the way they act and react through motion. And you can do that too through dance. You know, dance is a great way to express creativity. You don't have to follow what you watched on American bandstand 60 years ago, but you can yeah. <laughs> yeah, But you, you can get out, put on some music. Move your body in ways you don't generally move because that accesses different parts of your brain. It accesses new neural pathways. Simple things like motion can help you create, can help you make creativity happen inside your head.
0: Yeah, What's good for the mind is good for the body and vice versa. Walking backwards is so incredibly good because you have to use other senses and, yes, you want to be safe, absolutely. Uh, and I don't recommend doing it down the stairs. But there are ways or that you can... down the street. Can, well, no, I do, it, I do it down the street often with walking mm. the dogs. And you just go, okay, I'm going to use this different muscle pattern, which all of a sudden lights up a whole nother part of the brain to allow you. So how does this apply if you're a Grand Prix rider or a trainer or a groom? Well, if you're looking to get something more... Out, a hundredth of a second. In the Grand Prix at Devon, Saturday night, it was a tenth of a second difference in the top three riders. If you can change your patterns in a way that gives you that much more efficiency, that much more ability to make split-second choices, it can change your life in a very positive way.
1: Yeah, and it's just a matter of getting out there and doing things you normally don't do because that will inspire some creativity because there's a piece of learning that comes with creativity because you can't actually do something new without learning something new.
0: Exactly. And and do you learn no matter what? And that's another important perspective in creativity is that... I'm going to do this differently. It's It worked. It didn't work. Why? How can I use that to make better decisions? It's always, it's always the ability to refine what is going on that creativity adds to the toolbox you already have. And one of the things, you know, you guys, any of you who know me in person know that I'll bring my hula hoop to the barn. Why? Because if I can get somebody, whether they are cleaning the stalls, riding the horse, warming up the horse, or taking it into the Grand Prix, if they can hula hoop counterclockwise and do something that lights up their brain for a new skill, they're able to do their other skills
1: even better. Yeah, again, it's changing physiology. And it's creating movement to help that. And there's an easier way to do it too is by using your eyes. How your eyes move because you access creative part of your brain. So in normal eye motion, when you look up into the, when you look up and to the right, you're actually eye-accessing visual creativity. If your eyes go directly to the right to the side, you're accessing an auditory creativity. So you can actually use that part of your brain. If you ever watch, ask someone a question about something that they have to think about or make up, ask someone to make up a story and watch their eyes because you'll begin to understand that they have to access Parts of their brain they'll remember, which will go to the left, and then parts of their brain they'll remember, they'll go to their right. They'll make up, they'll go to the right. So watch those eye-axis and patterns. You can be more creative just by forcing your eyes to look to the right.
0: Well, what we used to do um, when teaching neurolinguistics was to have people have a system that when you go to bed you lay down and you look up and then you look and make to the right and then to the side and then down to the right and then over down to the left and then to the side to the left and then up to the left and doing that in both directions really tells your brain hey look over here look over there light up over here and sparks all different thought processes, and you may wake up in the morning with a solution to something that you've been working on for a very long time. You will become more creative. You may also notice that one of those directions is more difficult. And from that, you can learn where you haven't been accessing parts of your brain, and then you may make
1: another choice. It's called Visual Volleyball. You can look it up online. I'm sure you can find it. But it's a great system for accessing different parts of your brain. And like Wendy said, you're going to find areas where you, when you turn your eyes, you're going to have strain. And you almost need to try to have someone else watch you or try to watch yourself in the mirror or maybe even film yourself rolling your eyes in a circle. What you'll find is sometimes you're cutting corners. You're cutting corners because your eye muscles aren't used to accessing that part of your brain. They're not used to moving in that direction. So it hurts or doesn't feel good. Or you just don't have the muscle coordination to run it there. So that is something that you can improve on by learning to access more of your brain by making full circles with your eyes, both directions. 360 degrees, both directions, all the way around, as much as you can, without moving your head. So if you have to, you hold your head in place. And if you have to, hold your finger out in front of you and go up to like a 12 o'clock position and then go clockwise with your finger, you know, really wide arc and watch your fingernail and then go back the other direction. And that will help you learn to access more of your brain.
0: And, you know, there's no downside to having more choices. Absolutely not. not. You may think it's easier if you do things all the same way all of the time, but that gives you success or failure, and that's it. When you have another choice, you can go, hmm, you know what? I can do what I choose. It gives you choices, which gives you power, and I'll tell you something, for some of us, feeling powerful is a really positive way to start your day and go about your day, so You know, we we laugh sometimes when you lock your dog in its crate and five minutes later it's outside, and you go, wow, that was really creative. They found a way to unlatch it. My horse, we've had to double lock in because he knows how to unlatch his stall, he knows how to unclip the gate. You can get angry or you can get impressed. He learned
1: how to use the sliding doors.
0: He learned how to use the sliding doors of the barn. He learned how to take the gate off his paddock by taking the bolts out of the one side when the other was there. You can get upset or you can use their creativity to enhance your own creativity because we have to keep looking for new solutions to contain
1: our beasts. Yeah, and if uh, you know someone who's really creative, follow them around for a little while. Watch what they do. Move like them because obviously their motion patterns help create the creative part of their brain. You don't have to do everything just like them, but just follow them around and notice their motions. Watch their eyes. Watch how they do their creative aspect of life. Go online and watch these people create art. Uh, there's just a fascinating things you can learn if you want. If you want to be more creative, this is what it takes. Because if you're doing the same thing over and over again, you're not changing your patterns. You're not accessing new parts of your brain. You're just doing the same thing over and over again and getting the same results. You want different results? You want to be more creative? You've got to step outside your box.
0: And what we recommend that you do is... See someone doing something that you wish you could and ask for help. Ask someone to train you. Ask someone to inspire you. Listen to more podcasts. Step outside your comfort zone and watch as miracles happen. This is Dr. Wendy Corin.
1: This is Dr. Dave Lundquist. And
0: this has been an Equiline podcast.